Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Hello and welcome to The Living Room. We're so glad you are joining us on this particular show that is titled Family Togetherness. Family Togetherness is our superpower. That's what we're going to talk about today. So joining me are my co-hosts, Paige, Michelle, and Janet, and I am Jody. So when we think about family togetherness, okay, so some of you may have just gotten back from like family vacations or something. You're like, okay, I'm ready to not be together, you know, <laughs> that <laughs> close with my family. <laughs> but I, we had a fun activity a few weeks ago. We got together um, with t-shirts, Superman logo, just all, everybody wore the same t-shirt. We played games. All of a sudden we, we snapped a photo. And when I looked at that photo the next day, my heart just it just melted. It's like, how lucky are we to on the front lawn, you know, play volleyball, just an evening of joy and we're together. And my mom said, well, that's our superpower. We know how to be a family that's together, even through hard times, through good times or whatever. So I thought, you know what, what is, what is missing in our world? It's, it's that family togetherness, thinking of it as a superpower. So I want you to think for minute and just share. So what do you think is your family's superpower right off the top of your head? Like what is your family good at when it comes to being together? What are you together on? Okay. So I've shared this on social media before. When my family gets together, because my dad's an artist, we paint. Oh, and it's so fun. My sisters paint everybody to varying degrees. And my brother will swear he has no talent, but honestly we all do. And sometimes we'll just go someplace. Like last time we went to the gardens at Thanksgiving point and we just, I just handed everyone paints and brushes and we, it is so joyful to create together. That's one of the coolest things we do. I love that. And then my in-laws, um, have just created the most incredible culture of loving to be together. I've never seen anything like it, but they only had four boys and those four boys just love each other so fiercely. And all of us, it's just caught on. And we just love our kids just would rather do being with their cousins than anything else on earth. And so every time we come together, that's just like, those are happy, happy times. Yeah. And I love, and think of the power when you really think of it as a superpower, if they're willing to miss, you know, something that other kids would say, Oh, I I totally want to go do this, but they're willing to come and hang out with family just to be together. There's a big draw and there, there is power in that. And I think that's, that's something to be very, very proud of. Well, you know, one thing that's really cool is I've seen the next generation start it. And my daughter who's married and a couple of her cousins who have since married, they get together once a month and have this married cousins date night. Is that not the cutest thing? One time they hired a marriage therapist. Mm -hmm. They've gone just bowling or to a movie or dinner cutest thing ever and I think that I love seeing it roll on into the next yes. generation who I like so cool okay what about you what's your what's your family superpower um so the first thing that came to mind was conversations Ooh, like we oh, nice. love cultivating just a home of let's talk about anything and everything mm-hmm. and open mm-hmm. up whether or not we agree or not let's just we just want our kids to feel like they can come and talk to us about everything we have something called the safe circle where we can 
like anything safe and and then extended family I feel like uh, we all discuss huge topics as well but we have really over like the last 10 years become a big foodie family in the sense that we love trying new restaurants so anytime I travel with my mom and dad I've mentioned this before. We are obsessed with Yelp. So we'll find like the greatest (laughs) restaurant in that location. And it just like, it's so fun experiencing and tasting new things together and talking about that. that. Yeah. 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 I think you're creating the memory. Yeah. Right. And I love the thought that it's the five senses, you know, (laughs) you're pulling in the listening and the food, the taste and all of that's just, and being adventurous together, Uh you know, like, um, just going to something to talk about. What did you think about the food? Did you like it? And Michelle, what about you? What's your family superpower? Um, I'm going to go with culture. Again, I had to think about this for a little while, but, um, I, both sides of my family, um, there's travel in our background. So my, my dad's dad was a travel agent back when being a travel agent was cool. And people used to fly you places for free and put you up places. And so he's been everywhere in the world and in his house, um, he has since passed, but in his house, he has a world map and he has pins of all the places he's been and then different colors for the multiple times he's been those places. And so his house is like a museum of all the things and places that you've been. But the same on my mom's side of the family, um, her father was an, was the, um, Dean of the art department at BYU, but then was also big at BYU travel study back when BYU had a travel program. And so he used to do art tours. Um, so he did, he's been to every single continent Mm -hmm. and talking about art and done studies abroad and other things. And so, but as a result, you know, I've got, uh, I've got an, an uncle who is Japanese and, uh, a cousin who married someone from Mexico and my, um, one of my other cousins married somebody from Vietnam and the Philippines. Like, so we just have so much culture in our family. And so we go to family reunions and family things. And there is just a a huge amount of diversity. And I'm so grateful that my kids have that opportunity and that I have had that opportunity Mm -hmm. because I see the world totally differently Mm -hmm. um, as a result of the way that I was raised to just really appreciate and love each culture. And so travel is at the center of all of our conversations and adventure and going places and really just loving people for who they are and um despite what they look like yeah that's fabulous i like all of them i love all of them i I do and so there's challenges right that come into play (laughs) while we're raising our families right (laughs) janet did you not know that you and your painting in the park yes there's challenges so when we're what distracts you from having that family togetherness well um immediate or extended well, just let's, okay, let's, let's divide it and say just every day, okay. what, okay. you know, when you're trying to increase your family togetherness and say, Hey, I want, you know, I want the superpower. What, what are the distractions? And then let's talk about after that other distractions that might be interpreted a little bit differently, but everyday distractions that, that keep us from having that togetherness as a family. Well, I am constantly battling every day, the, um, two sided, conversation of should I include my kids to have an opportunity dancing, singing sports or whatever piano versus do I want my kids home? And so finding the balance between the pull of all of the things that opportunities I want my kids to have, 
um, but not at the cost of not being home more. And I don't always get it right. And every year I learn something new and I force my kids to play the piano. That's, they don't have that choice, but then they can choose one or two other things they can do, but not seven. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the mom that doesn't like having two kids in the same thing at one time because I don't want to be gone four nights a week Mm -hmm. at soccer practice. Mm So one person can do soccer at a time and we do them at other times. And so that's a good idea. But I think that that's, but that's the challenge, right? I want them to have opportunities and I also want them to be home and we have to balance that a little bit. Yes. I gotcha. Okay. H. So I'm going to be really raw. Okay. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Don't me not to look at you. No. <laughs> Stop staring at me. You guys. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, I feel like maybe just laziness mm-hmm. in everyday life. Right. So I'm not naturally a lazy person, but I do get exhausted from like working and oh, doing all the daily You're things. You're human. And so it's been really nice to just get into the habit of, let's Netflix tonight as a family or let's Netflix as a couple and just have the kids do whatever. And so we make a conscious effort to like get out and do hikes and just kind of try and be in nature. And I'm sure every family has their own little thing, but really just overall laziness Mm -hmm. because life is exhausting. It does take Mm -hmm. some work to come up with the plan so that you have the superpower. I mean, a superpower comes, we're in the kitchen, right? We're an Italian family on my mother's side and it drives my husband nuts that we are loud in the kitchen and everybody's helping and it doesn't matter, you know, that grandma's hand is in the pot. Mom's hand is in the pot. Mm -hmm. You know, my, and my daughters are just learning like, Oh wow. Not my daughter just got married last year. And she's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, their family doesn't do the whole, everybody's in the kitchen at the same time. Isn't it fun to see how other families. Yes. I love that that part of it. But to my husband, that's, you know, that's, that's not his favorite. He wants Uh to just kind of pull away from it because he needs he needs to save his energy for socializing because he's more of an introvert. Sure. And that overwhelms him. Totally. But Which I is guess, totally normal. You know, yeah, to me, if I normal. tell you, hey, come for dinner, part of our superpower as a family is see us at work in the kitchen because mm. we can yes. make whip up that meal together and yes. solve world problems at yes. the same time. You know, <laughs> right. um, it, it all works out. But the challenge of the day-to-day yeah. exhaustion is absolutely that's just real. You mm-hmm. have to make time and you have to think if we want our kids to have these trips, if we want to even get together in the park and have all of the families, somebody has to plan, somebody, you have to make time, um, big challenges, you be know, intentional and be intentional. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can mm-hmm. feel exhausted. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every woman out there is probably like, you mean you're exhausted too? Totally. You know, yeah, totally. So I didn't yeah. mean to say that if you're tired, it's wrong. Just no, no, being it's aware of, of yes. where you're at. And sometimes I know for me, it take. I might think that I've done something to have a superpower together experience with the family, but really it's been, a, it's been a while, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. challenges, anything else? We the wanna... other challenge for us, and this is a really obvious one is cell phones. Oh, mm. that oh yeah. Major, especially with adult children that mm-hmm. majorly gets in the way of like a conversation right. or any kind of unity. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we have to be on the lookout for and that. be aware of how you're going to handle it and boundaries you know? and conversations. Yeah, sure. like yeah. Sure. No phones at dinner tables right. and no phones when we're, like talking to each other and stuff like that. Right. Um, I was going to say that I think another challenge that I have that I found myself doing this year, both in immediate and extended, I don't know what happened, but 
and maybe this is just a really deep form of the way that the adversary works, but I had two family reunions I was getting ready for, but then even just something for my little family that I started to dread. Like I expected the worst of it. Like, I like, like, and you know, we have a great family, but we do have some personalities that like to cause conflict and like to um, share the, the craziest things and like to just get people riled up. And so I start to think about the worst of it rather than thinking of the best of it and almost like figure out ways not to have to go or to go late or Mm -hmm. to do something else. But then when I'm there, I also remember that there is this amazing sense of, you know, at the end of the day, we may not be perfect, but we're family. And this is where I feel the most at home, but something that makes me not want to go or to make me think the worst of it, that doesn't get me as excited. Now, sometimes I'm excited, but sometimes I find myself like finding a fight or finding a problem before I get there. And I have to get myself to get back in tune of thinking the best of it. I have the same problem. I really do. And I feel like the more often we're together, the less that's an issue. Mm. And the longer it goes between times where we're together, the easier it is to remember the bad and forget the good. Right. Uh Well, and there are other times where I do the exact opposite. Like when I plan a a trip just for my fun little family and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be so great. And my kids are never going to fight and we're going to have so much fun. And my husband's going to be happy and we're all just going to love being together. And then you get there and the kids are still fighting and they're still hitting each other. And you're like, why did we even go on this trip? But in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to be perfect the whole time. And then it's not. And I'm like, Hmm. But when you get home, is it not kind of perfect? Oh no, it's great. And when you look at those photo albums, I just did this a few days ago. And it happened to pick one up to dust it off. And I was like, oh, my goodness, look how fun. And this, you make a good point, Michelle. So I want to bring this up because different personalities make a big mm-hmm. difference. Me understanding the difference in personality between me and my husband. I'm, I am more of an extrovert. He's more of an introvert. When we were first married, I have a large Italian side of the family and a large Mormon side of the family. Mm -hmm. Both are large and his is very small. Mom, dad, brother, sister, no, really no cousins or, you know, that they've kept close contact with. So it was hard for me to feel together when he didn't want to participate in the level that I wanted to. I wanted us to go to all of the gatherings. Well, one of the ways I figured out how to solve that just by the nature of learning is doesn't have to go to everything I can still go and experience that with the kids and instead of harboring that oh I didn't want to go I let him come when he wants to come or say hey this one's a really big deal to Mm -hmm. me because I had to understand it's a lot of work for him to go he experiences it differently than I do so when you are thinking you know your superpower is going to look different than someone else's it may not mean that all of you are together. That's what I kind of have to figure out. Yeah, know? I was just thinking that too for anyone listening. Um, just like whatever your situation is, maybe you don't have like a great family relationship or maybe it's toxic in some way. Or like my girlfriend, I was just talking to her last week. Her mom died this last year and her mom was kind of the glue for the family. And so the family dynamic has shifted a little bit. So Or if you just kind of don't have a family in general, I feel like the principle of family can really translate into other areas. You can create that safe culture that you would like. Exactly. You can branch out of the traditional family setting and really try and find a good home base of people that you like. Is that? No, for sure. So when we lived in California, we were hours away from any family and we put together our own family. It was a little surrogate family. We had grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins, you name it. I love it. And 
when else in your life do you get to choose your family? Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I love that. And yeah. I, not everyone can have an Italian family cooking in the kitchen, you know. Can I be your family, Jody? <laughs> I just want to be there. Now I'm in charge of the pasta, and I blew it last Sunday. Uh-oh. So let me tell you, I got some work to do. But a friend, really I was funny. with a friend just in these last couple of days, and she has um, just eight daughters and one son. That's a lot of that daughters lot. and one son. But her husband was getting a PhD. They were living outside of where family was and she was sharing with me what she felt like was uh, she didn't know that I was interviewing her for like what do you think of you know your family's superpower but I was curious <laughs> so you would have you know what do you do seven eight girls one boy you know how did you keep such a close family and not get all on each other's nerves and especially how do you they both come from families of nine children wow. that's a lot of people yeah, and I, I related to that but she said you know let me just tell you one example so on the 4th of July, on the 3rd, they tie-dye t-shirts. And that is their tradition. Fun. So it's always, always that. And now that her girls are getting married, she says, you know what? Traditions kind of have had to change. Mm-hmm. And together looks differently. She says, mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time shifting. But what she decided to do was kind of communicate, this is so important. Like the 4th of July, just that's our thing. So could we do that as you get married? Could you talk to your spouse's families and so forth? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good suggestion. So let's help our listeners come up with some ways like that you, that either you've done it or that you'd like to do to rev up family togetherness, whether it be on a daily basis or a traditional basis. Mm-hmm. What are some ideas that you would say work? Go out and play was one of the ones in the article I read about uh, that shared research, mm-hmm. you know, proven things. Go out and play. That sounds like something one. Heather would come up you with, know, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we don't have to but we love that. with us right now. But yeah, that is yeah. just, it's a simple one. Go out and play. Go to the park. Create that sense of, it's its together, but it's actually on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I liked the word that we used, intentional. Any any ideas for revving up your superpower? Paige has one, and then I do too. Okay. Uh, we do family meetings regularly, so like monthly, okay. and we'll go over calendaring. I love my kids calendaring and seeing what's coming up and what to look forward to and what responsibilities they have. And how often do you do it? What's your, do you have an exact day of the week you do it? Usually or? Sunday night. Okay. We try and conquer that together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a really big family meeting, like the beginning of the, the month. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, um, what was your question again? Because I had a really <laughs> great answer. Just what, whatever you suggestions you have to wrap yeah. up your oh, yes. power. Oh, yes. I got you it. Know. So we asked the kids, like, what does everyone want to contribute? Where do they want to put their time? We have that conversation. Like, what's important to them? What love language is speaking to them? That's so then nice. they can voice, hey, I want to have a one-on-one date with dad this week. Yeah. Or let's go hiking. I feel like we really listen to what is working for them. Mm-hmm. And so then we try and include that. It's not just created by my husband and I, and it's dictated yes. at all. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Michelle, any thoughts, any suggestions? Well, right now I'm thinking, gosh, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> so for me, it's food. If you feed them, they will come. Well, come. We are all like really committed to making really good food and everybody who knows if they go to a park and family gathering they're going to be well fed and it's amazing how much that's where the the best conversation starts around the dinner table Mm -hmm. and it all kind of just stems from there i certainly learned that and i guess when i was a teenager i kind of looked at my grandma gathering us as like oh 
we have to eat before I get to go hang out with my friends because we'd come to visit yeah. her house and I had friends where she lived. But the reality is she's doing that thing. Yeah. She is looking at that family dinner. Now all my memories, honestly, I don't remember so much what I did with the friends, but I remember what happened around that table. Yeah. And she did oh, serve yeah. better than sex cake to me four <laughs> of my friends and we were 15. And then she said, and so is it? And we all just, <laughs> Froze. So we Love have memories it. like that too, but food is an absolute superpower and how, I how wonderful it is. it is to, you know, get on Pinterest or look in your family cookbook and just say, Hey, I want to try this and, you know, bring the family together around. Well, you for know, both of you, it comes back to creation. Yes. It's a good creation yes. that mm -hmm. unifies. Yeah. I mean, for all of us, but I'm hearing right. creation. Yeah. From both and of the you. research, uh -huh. again, the article that I read family dinner was on the top three. Yeah. You know, to say it's the food, you know, traditions that create that. Well, and to what you said, I have to be intentional about actually having family dinner. Mm -hmm. And as silly as that sounds, no. because we can even, my, and my kids are only eight and 10. I can't even imagine what's going to happen when they're teenagers and in different places. Mm -hmm. But it's like somebody's out playing and then somebody comes in and they're hungry and we're, we're liking summer and we're liking um, things being easy or we've got homework or mm -hmm. Aaron's taking care of something with his church responsibility as your work and it's just me and the kids. And, and so we have snack dinner like four nights a week, right. like Which help yourself fine. find anything you want, yeah. but then it's every, but nobody's sitting at the yeah. table. Everyone's oh, just kind of yeah. standing up doing different things. And so sometimes I have to say, even if it's snack dinner, we are sitting at the table, like right. when we're having a conversation and right. the TV's not on and other people right. aren't doing things and my phone's put away. And so sometimes my biggest goal is just making dinner yes. and sitting down at the table. And I hear from That's everyone so professionally that that is so helpful mm -hmm. for families. Yeah. It is so you good. Hear that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's one of those things where during the day, I almost dread it. Like, just like I said before, like I dread <laughs> having to make a meal yeah. and sit down at the table. But then when we're sitting at the table, eating a meal, it's like, it's like heaven. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. heaven it sitting is. at the table yes. with yes. my, my people. But and that's, that's because the only thing. it's never ending. Right. Yeah. They got to be fed three times a day. Sometimes. Oh, And I, I am our families change as my teenagers, you know, and now I've got two young adults that are out of the house, but then come home. And honestly, our, I think of family dinner as the Sunday or the Saturday. And sometimes it happens every other week, but it's not an every night thing. But when we do have it, I love it. You know, so it really, we can back off and say, maybe it doesn't happen every single night. You do have to feed your family mm -hmm. some way, but it doesn't have to be the family dinner. Um, another thing that I liked on this article I read was have a better morning. And I thought, Oh wow. For wow. family togetherness, for a superpower to have it, have a better morning. Any suggestions about morning, dinner time, nap or going to bedtime? Those are transition times that can be tough. Mornings are the worst at our house. I'm not going to lie. Cause Same I'm not here. a morning person. I want to wake up when I want to wake up and I don't like to be on anybody else's time clock, yeah. but music makes all the difference. Oh, if I can put on oh, peppy music yeah. in the morning, I'm happy. They're happy. And sometimes people aren't talking and fighting and getting each other's way because they're listening to the music and they're not talking on top of it. On Sundays, if we're playing inspirational music, mm -hmm. it totally changes mm -hmm. the tone in our house. Mm -hmm. So, like, music is my favorite for the mornings. That's Ooh, great. I love that. That's and I, when I think of superpower and rubbing up your superpower and to do it to you know the music at the moment, I think that's fabulous. Any other quick suggestions before we close? 
This is a good show. I think yeah. there's lots to say. I yeah, think it's are. okay to allow for quiet. I don't think there's one person in my family that's a morning person. Absolutely. And it's okay for everybody to just kind of be quiet as we shuffle through our routines. I think mm-hmm. the most we interact is, here's your smoothie, have a good day. Yeah. You know, this, yes. that's our morning routine. Yes. And I think that's completely okay sometimes. I, I like it. Well, and maybe that's a way to transition to just the last thought. We guilt ourselves into, our family doesn't look like that family. My superpower is going to be different than Jana's or than Michelle's and, and, and those of you listening, but whatever you do to create your family's togetherness, your superpower, have it be what makes you happy, what brings you joy. And then you're doing it right. You know, we can all improve, but you're not doing anything wrong unless you're not doing anything at all. Um, last thing, last thought, if you want to go fast, go along. If you want to go far, go together. An African proverb. Family togetherness is awesome. We get a little bonus time, according to our producer. So let's go back, because I'm happy about that. (laughs) This is the beauty of live recording. Okay, so back to what research is. Let me see if you have any thoughts on this. So grandparents. Now, I'm lucky enough to just have had my Mm 93-year-old grandma celebrate her 93rd birthday. Would anybody have any thoughts on how grandparents influence that superpower in your family? And what if you don't have grandparents? You mentioned adopting grandparents in the sense you lived somewhere, Jana, that you weren't around family. Oh, and we adopted a grandma with a swimming pool, so that was awesome. Oh, my grandparents, I had the most magical grandparents on all sides of the family, and we have great memories with our grandparents. But my grandma and grandpa Winters were the best cooks on the planet, mm. and they gave my grandma made me a cookbook when I got married. And so when our daughter got married, I compiled all those recipes from my grandmother and new ones that have been family favorites for us. And I made a cookbook for her, which then has became kind of this connection to her great grandmother that she never met. And also again, the food thing, right? Food is our superpower. And here you go. Here's how to get started. So that's been really fun. Okay. I like that. I just completed a scrapbook, just easy, just nothing fancy up on uh, Sam's Club. My grandma, I took pictures, did not scan them in, but I, she's been a perfect archiving scrapbooker, not knowing that she was mm-hmm. doing archival work years ago. Wow. But my grandfather served in World War II, and I didn't know that there were pictures. So I just took pictures of the pictures in the album instead of taking them all out mm-hmm. and then that's we made idea. the book, but yeah. I can't tell you how neat it is to have people come over or family members pull that book down and just want to go through it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden those pictures mm-hmm. has brought him to life and he's been gone since I was five. So when we think of creating a superpower, it can go in all different directions, you know, but pulling in the ancestry, whether it's grandparents, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, even generations before, I think that can really give your kids a sense of, Ooh, who am I? And where did I come from? I think stories are other superpower. I Ooh, really do. Storytelling for sure. Yeah. yeah. We collect those, those great family stories and share them. I could listen to you playing a bedtime story. <laughs> okay, Paige. Um, so I have a really awesome grandma. She's 84, super independent, does her own thing, it. just rocking life. But the cool, I mean, I've had great grandparents um, throughout my life, but I think she's the only one living. Yeah, she's the only one living now. Um, but what I'm getting at is it's super cool from her end. She supports everything that I do. I love it. So like all my events, like she bought, she was the first one to buy tickets to my fashion show and she's always just like right there and so proud. And so to see that in like a living relative that 
is older and wiser and just probably has so much to offer me. The fact that she comes and takes my content and information and just loves it. It just means yeah. so much to me. So I like that. Yeah, I'm a back my daughter, that. Sydney just barely started a CNA job at an assisted living. And so there are elderly people that she is working with who don't have anybody to come visit. And that mm-hmm. just makes me think, gosh, mm-hmm. I go adopt somebody, yeah. you know, visit them and ask them questions and so forth. Um, another thing on our list was have checklists for the processes in your home. Okay. I get a fat F on this one because I started lists when my kids were born and I don't have a list still in existence. They may do lists really well, Michelle. Uh-huh. So the, especially in the summertime, but my kids have a list, a checklist of all the things that they need to get done before they can do other things. Mm-hmm. And good. it works in our house house just because then I'm not fighting screens all day or friends all day or whatever. It's like, Hey, is your list done? And it's the same, you know, you practice the piano and get your jobs done and make your bed and comb your hair or whatever. But, um, then there's not a question of when can things be done and they're not Mm -hmm. fighting with me all day. They still do sometimes, but, um, there is something magical about the buy-in because they see it, they know it needs to happen. It's like a win-win agreement and it works really well. Well, and I think what the research article just said is to do that takes the mystery out of it. So if there's any anxiety towards what do we do in our home, you know, what is the, what is the process when we, you know, are going on Friday night to, you know, soccer games or so forth or to school, there's no question. And you take the anxiety out of it. So I think that's the the purpose of it has a a greater purpose. And I could have been better about that. Just ask my kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, (laughs) but how do you feel about your family togetherness in terms of if you were to rate yourself just quickly, just, I mean, like one out of 10, one out of 10. Hmm, Give yourself a good grade because I do think, I mean, we're hard on ourselves, right? I would say we're an eight. I'm really pleased with where we're at. Yeah, I would say maybe a seven. Okay. I would say at least an eight because we love to be together. So it's no longer a battle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, and what I want to leave you with is I want to give you all a 10 because the fact that you show up and you're even thinking about it, bravo. I mean, cool. that's what, hey. that's what we start with. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, just, I'm going to repeat this again. If you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. African proverb. Love it. Thanks for listening to the living room. And we hope that we give you a little bit more inspiration for creating that superpower family togetherness in your family. And we'll see you or hear you or you'll hear us next time. I never know what to say at the end. Have a great day. We're signing off from the living room. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.